you can tell me what to do, then you can tell me what to do. But if you can't tell me what to do, you can't tell me what to do. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Definition of a Woman. There's levels to this shit. We are your hosts. I'm Nadia. Michelle. And Danielle. We back at it. We back. <laughs> Guess who's Bazak? It's us. It I is. hope you guys missed us. I hope you're listening to all the episodes when you do miss us. Okay, go back, re-listen. Go ahead. Pop on Instagram. Give us your, your thoughts, comments, yes, questions. We would love to hear your thoughts. You know, we we need to have a live soon because I feel like you know, when we're about to have a live is when you guys are most interacting with us. We want you to interact with us all the time. All but the time. if we got to get up on live, you know, to get you back in the groove, Ain't we no can problem. do that. Ain't, Ain't no, problem. no problem. We have to pick a day and we can talk about all the things going, going on. We're recording this, what, the week after the Oscars, so maybe we'll talk about yes. the slap heard around the world, everybody. The world. All y'all Facebook think pieces. I haven't been reading them, but I've been seeing y'all post them. <laughs> I've been seeing <laughs> y'all post them. Um, so maybe we'll talk about that a little bit if, you know, the news cycle is still still on that. But mm-hmm. we're going to jump right into our topic for the day. I'm going to let Danielle introduce it. So our topic today is a never-ending hot topic. I mean, it is always top of mind when we talk about gender equality, um, you know, gender roles and relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we want to go and talk about gender roles, particularly um, in relationships. So we're going to start with definitions. Let's go, Webster. Yeah, so today I'm going to read the uh, Webster's definition, and it says... Are you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm done. Ah, Okay, and it says the behavioral, cultural, or psychological traits typically... Typically, mm, mm-hmm. I, I shouldn't have read Webster's, can't read. You um, <laughs> typically associated with one sex. So that is Webster's definition of um, gender roles. Okay. And the Urban Dictionary says, you know, they like to come through, you mm-hmm. know, a little off a little times. But they say stupid rules that shouldn't exist. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. They okay. say what people should and shouldn't do based on their gender. And here's a sentence. Love it. Matthew can't play with Barbies or wear pink because of gender roles and because he's a boy. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I cannot. But it does speak to the stereotypes that go along with um, the gender roles um, in our society. So to I did some research on this topic. Okay. Um, and I found that. a great article on PlannedParenthood.com, actually, which I was surprised it was on there. Don't however. do that to Planned Parenthood. I, I love <laughs> me some Planned Parenthood. Let me tell you. that I preferred Planned Parenthood when I lived in L.A. over going to my, like, my primary doctor. Really? Yes. We have to get into that. But they were just excellent. They were thorough. They, I mean, they treated me so well. The doctors there were awesome. So shout out to Planned Parenthood. Yes. (laughs) They do support Planned Parenthood so much more than abortions going on at Planned Parenthood. Absolutely. You're right. We definitely do need to to dive into that. Because that is, it's a stigma out there and um, about Planned Parenthood and, you know. 
people need to be more educated That's about a, exactly what they do. Matter okay. of fact, this is off, the, like a little <laughs> off, but plan, just thinking of Planned Parenthood. That's yes. when I found out that I was pregnant with Sean, my oldest. Mm. I went to, I would never, I never forget. I went to Planned Parenthood right. with my cousin. As a matter of fact, shout out to my cousin Tanika. She was amazing. I, you know how us women know we we're pregnant, mm-hmm. right? But I knew I was pregnant and. Of course, she was like, well, let's just go to Planned Parenthood to take a test. Right. Mm-hmm. She took a test knowing damn well she wasn't pregnant. <laughs> More <laughs> support. Right. right. She did it for support. Right. And she was like, Nadia, I knew you was pregnant because once I was out the door, you were still in there sitting <laughs> talking to me. <laughs> you didn't have to come out and tell me. Yeah, I knew. Because I was out. in and out. I was in and out. I was waiting on you. I was waiting for you. You was in there chatting. So shout out to Planned Parenthood. <laughs> That's Love funny. Them. Okay. So to expand an, on actually um, Webster's definition of gender roles, it says gender roles in society means how we're expected to act, speak, dress, groom, and conduct ourselves based on our assigned sex. Every society, ethnic group, and culture has gender role expectations. I want to, like, underline that word, Mm -hmm. expectations. But they can be very different from group to group. They can also change in the same society over time. For example, which I didn't know this, pink used to be considered a masculine color, which I love pink on men, by the way. Mm -hmm. I do, too. Um, In the U.S., while blue was considered feminine. Did you guys know that? I I did not know that. I had no idea about that. I love a fact. (laughs) Me, too. I love a fact. Um, And that was an interesting fact because, you know, I mean, as far as I've been alive, I've always associated pink to with girls. girls. Me too. And I actually, when I had my little girl, I was like, she's not going to wear any pink because I don't want, you know, (laughs) to fit that stereotype of what girls should, Should quote unquote, wear. Um, So that was interesting to me. Um, And then it goes on to talk about stereotypes, right? Mm -hmm. Because that is basically how we identify gender roles is Mm -hmm. a stereotype that we have. And stereotypes are widely accepted judgments, right, (laughs) or biases about a person or group, even though it's overly simplified, Mm -hmm. true, right, and Mm -hmm. not always accurate. Stereotypes about gender can cause unequal and unfair treatment because of a person's gender. This is called sexism. Yes. Okay, with the word sexism. Right. Learn. So what do you guys think? Tell me, like, what gender roles do you identify with or... Let's start there. I'm going to pull, because you said something, and I had pulled some stuff too, but you had mentioned like um, like how we kind of assign roles and mm-hmm. how they kind of then trickle over to being stereotypes about right. a specific gender. And, and to your point about as long as we've been alive, pink has been, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. girl and blue has been boy. Right. Um, and there was one of the studies that I saw was a UK study um, to see how gender roles affect children. And to that point, it said that 44% of girls said being good looking was the most important trait. Right. <laughs> so that really g- kind of goes into, you know, stay home, look good, look pretty. Um, one in eight of the um, young people that were interviewed said that being tough is important in boys. Yeah. Um, so it just, it, like, it starts off at such an early age defining what you 
is supposed to be for boys and what's supposed to be um, for girls. So in that same vein, like we're used to guys or men leading like forever. It used to be, you know, the qualification was you had to be a man. Mm -hmm. Like you wouldn't even think of a woman as being a leader. And so in 2015, there were only 21 female heads of state in the entire world. Although women make up 49.6 of the world's population, Mm -hmm. only 11 women served as heads of state in 2015, while 10 served as heads of government. So it's like it's already set up to be a shit show for women because there are not any women sitting in these um, seats when, when right. laws are being made and things like that. And it's all based on these arbitrary right. gender roles. So I want to just drop those there to give everybody kind of context on how we'll be talking about these. And so now to answer your, your question, um, uh, Danielle, I'm going to kind of run down just a few things of what I might consider to be um, a standard woman's role in uh-huh. a standard man, mm-hmm. man's role. So yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, women are supposed to stay home. Women are supposed to get married. Women are supposed to have children. Women are supposed to be gentle, meek, and mild. Mm-hmm. Those are some of the gender roles I feel like uh, are associated to women, how women should act. Put on women and tell them how to act. With men, they're supposed to be tough. They're not supposed to show their emotions. They are supposed to provide. They aren't mm-hmm. necessarily supposed to be nurturing as long as they're providing. They don't need to rear the children in any other way outside of discipline. Those are some of the things that I associate with specific gender roles. What about you, Nadia? Um, Honestly, the same. I feel the same exact that you do. Um, More so because that's the same. The the biggest part that uh, you always hear is that the father or husband is the provider. Mm -hmm. And like you said, the... I may not be as nurturing at home, but I'm paying the bills type situation. So that is the, that's the main thing that I think of when you, when we think about gender roles and how they're, how they were stated to be, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And of course the woman is supposed to have children, right? The woman is supposed to want to get married, supposed to want to stay home and take care of the house and take care of the the children. And and like you said, be very, uh, I'm not going to necessarily say timid, but not maybe not as outspoken mm-hmm. and, and not so vocal. Yes, yeah, not as vocal. So, um, yeah, I think that's that's how they have been stated to be. Yes, I, I mean I've literally had a man sit there and tell me, "Well, aren't you supposed to be home with the baby? That's what you're supposed to do." According oh. to who? <laughs> who like, um, actually, I got so no, much to I say am about not. That. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So those are very common stereotypes, right? Mm -hmm. And actually the um, article identifies four basic kinds of gender stereotypes. And that's actually what we mentioned, um, um, which I believe are domestic behaviors, but they have personality traits. For example, women are often expected to be accommodating and Mm -hmm. emotional, Mm -hmm. while men are usually expected to be self-confident and aggressive. Then there's domestic behaviors. That's what we're talking about here. Um, For example, some people expect that women will take care of the children, Mm -hmm. cook, and clean the home, while men take care of the finances, work on the car, and do the home repairs. (laughs) And then in occupation, some people are quick to assume that teachers and nurses are women Mm -hmm. and that pilots, doctors, and engineers are men. Yes. 
And then the physical appearance. For example, women are expected to be thin and graceful while men are expected to be tall and muscular. Men and women are also expected to dress and groom in ways that are stereotypical to their gender. Men wearing pants and short hairstyles, women wearing dresses and makeup mm-hmm. and long hair usually. It, yeah. <laughs> right. So, I mean. With a little flip out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So, and then there's extreme cases of these roles, right, which they call um, hyper-femininity and hyper-masculinity. Hyper-femininity is the exaggeration of stereotyped behavior that's believed to be feminine. Hyper-feminine folks exaggerate the qualities they believe to be feminine. This may include being passive, naive, sexually inexperienced. No, okay. no, they've been out here busting right. wide open for a couple real niggas. <laughs> but they, no. A few fake ones, too. Uh, I was going to say, <laughs> but are you a virgin? Yes, until I'm yes. married. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what did they say? If a girl tells you a number, multiply it by Multiply it by five. I thought, five? Oh, right. no, that is, is not true, everybody. I just want not. everybody to know it that is that not. is not true, okay? Um, flirtatious, graceful, nurturing, and accepting. While um, hypermasculinity is the exaggeration of stereotype behavior that's believed to be masculine, hypermasculine folks exaggerate the qualities they believe to be masculine. Um, they believe they're supposed to compete with other men and mm. dominate feminine Folks, by being aggressive, worldly, sexually experienced, insensitive, physically imposing, ambitious, and demanding. Now, mm-hmm. how many times have we, you know, said, oh, well, he's just a guy or something like that? Oh, my yeah. gosh. You so know, many because times. they have these certain qualities that we, they're acceptable because they're a man or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That we don't like. Yes. Because I damn sure don't like uh, that whole hyper masculine. Yeah, that, that's I'm I, I'm not a fan. Won't be a fan. As a matter of fact, never will be a fan. And if you come to me in, with that energy, I I'm, I I have to respectfully uh, start stepping backwards slowly, slowly but surely, <laughs> slowly yes. but surely. So let me ask this: So you you called out that's like hyper masculine masculinity yes. is not not your thing. Is there any gender roles that you feel like you still subscribe to in your relationship? A hundred percent, yeah. Because, um, see, I think the whole thing about, like, the gender roles is, is like, people like, oh, you know, that's so old school, old school, mm-hmm, old school. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the problem is that we come out of old school so much and then worry why the world is kind of fucked up now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, don't get me wrong. I feel like certain stuff needs to be, but then certain stuff don't. Like... Like, for instance, even, even with the domestic um, behaviors that you explained or that you kind of covered, I, I don't want to work on the car. Right. Okay? Right. I mean, not saying that there's not females that don't, but I'm saying for me, I don't want to work on a car. I don't want to necessarily do home repairs. There are certain DIY projects I mm-hmm. enjoy doing, but that's mm-hmm. not like me working on a damn faucet or something like that. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, I don't mind cooking, but that is also a shared mm-hmm. thing that we both have. Um in the household, you know what I mean? The children, that's a shared thing. But but I will say I I, I more so took over, like, the nurturing part. Mm-hmm. And I think that's more, I think that's because, like, because of gender roles, you, you have this thing where men aren't as nurturing as they need to be. That's one thing that I will want to, like, bring in. And I, I think I know we'll cover, like, what things would you want to change mm-hmm. later, but... 
the things that I don't mind kind of keeping in is is um like a woman being a woman and a man being a man. Mm-hmm. I don't think it necessarily means that I can't work. Like right. I think they kind of got the game all fucked up with that. <laughs> right. I'm a work. I'm I'm not a stay at home. So like when it boils down to like old school, like a woman staying in the house, that's not that's not something that I want to do. That's not for me. I don't mind going out and working. Um because it it gives me sanity. <laughs> like I'm right. gonna be honest. Like I I could I have been built for it? Absolutely. I tried being an at-home mom for mm-hmm. for a while. I was going a little crazy, y'all. Uh, yeah. Tell I'm me not about gonna it. Lie. I was going a little... I mean, I literally was not working. Mm-hmm. Literally sitting at home, attending to the kids, teaching the kids, like... I was going, I was going bananas. So, yeah. mm-hmm. like, thank God that that was not my life because I may not be sitting here today. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I feel you on that. I remember being on um, maternity leave, and I only had eight weeks. By the way, that's another topic for another day. <laughs> um, but uh, I remember being like, I cannot wait to go back to work. I, but I, it surprised me that I felt that way mm-hmm. because I was like, oh, I'm going to enjoy this, you know, being at home with my baby. I did not. I I couldn't wait to get back to work. I did not. You didn't I think like it's it situational too, did though. Did not, like, do not, did not, <laughs> felt like I didn't take full advantage of it. And I was home for maybe like six, it wasn't even like a whole year, it was like six months. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. Maternity leave? Well, I had got laid off and I was like, ain't no need to try to get another job. So how, so, how old was the kids though? Elijah was five and Naomi okay. was a newborn. Mm-hmm. So... Okay, I see what you're saying. So, so. I mean, it's a little, it could be a little different, too. Like, I always say that situationally, like, depending on where you are in your life at that moment that you're out. Because I enjoyed <laughs> being at home maternity leave. I enjoyed it. I milked that shit up. You hear me? <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed and it. And me knowing you feel like you would have it. <laughs> I I the first it. couple of months, I was right. like, all right. <laughs> we good on this. Girl, <laughs> I was good, too, after Somebody a couple Somebody come, come get this baby. Right. After a while, though, like, I did. Like, what was a while for you, Nadia? Right. Because I did, keep in mind, I, had, I have three kids, so mm-hmm. I did maternity leave each time. And I think the longest that I did was... Um, was with Madison. Mm-hmm. I I can't even remember how long I didn't work with her. Um, but it, I was okay with the whole maternity leave portion. I think I ended up having uh, when I had Man, mm-hmm. which is my youngest, and I was on maternity leave for that one. I was like in a different place in my life, just period. When I like to be able to look back now, but let me tell you something. <laughs> That was three kids in the house at the same time. They all were young. Um, and Madison, so remember, Madison and man are only a year apart. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you had Madison one years old, the brand new baby. So she's still in pull-ups because I'm trying mm-hmm. to potty train her. Mm-hmm. I was I was, I was, was hitting it, okay? Then after Madison was born, we was in the bed ready, okay? <laughs> <laughs> did, did not delay, okay? <laughs> That's why I got pregnant so damn quick. But um, 
But I, they were so young together. I mean, when I tell you I was ready to get back to work, I think I start calling my job like, hey, it's me. By the way, <laughs> hey, it's y'all going to see I'm me. I'm going to be so ready in about a week. As a matter of fact, I'm coming, some things right, down. I'm coming up there so y'all can see my face. I don't want y'all to forget me. I brought the kids up there so they can see the kids. Oh, look at that back. Okay, while I'm here, I'm letting y'all know I'm going to be back. Give me my another What's three What's the weeks? process to get me back in here? Because... Girl, I was ready, ready. I, I am. I am ready. I'm ready. I will come now, but I, I, I need to wait six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Just let my body heal. Danielle, are there any gender roles you feel like you kind of hard? Like, nah, these this is kind of this kind of me, and this is kind of you, and this is how it need to be. You know what? I do now. I believe that women. You know what they say: behind every good man is a good woman, a better woman, or whatever they yeah, say. Yeah. <laughs> they did not say better. <laughs> they didn't say better. <laughs> you, you, you know, it would be Danielle <laughs> asked to say that. <laughs> Create our own shit. You better put it together the way you like. Write it down. Write it down, everybody. Um, <laughs> I said it. And um, anyway, I believe that though, a hundred percent. But you know, and where we allow the man to feel like the king that he is, mm-hmm. like I believe that I want to be led mm-hmm. come on with that right <laughs> I want to be led I want to be I don't know if submissive is the right word but that's the only word I could you know for lack and of a better word wrong with submissive right I do want I want to trust you to lead me mm-hmm. I want that right from a man so yeah. I would say in that way that's an expectation from a man I do I second that I want, yep I think I, that's that's a good one. And I think in general, speaking very, very generally, most women want a man who's capable of leading. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you got to be good at something so you can lead. Like, you can't just be struggling <laughs> everywhere because then where are you going to lead? Right. I feel like, in general, like, both parties should bring, you know, things to the table. But obviously, hopefully, <laughs> your partner is going to excel in some of those places for me, I think sometimes, to your point about the hyper-femininity, mm-hmm. hyper-masculinity, like, I'm not letting somebody lead me into a ditch. Like, right. come on. If, right. finance, if your thing is not finances... Right, you're not you're you're gonna be unable, <laughs> right, to tell me what to do with my money. Unable means and you're not going able. To, <laughs> right, not but a capable. good leader will mm-hmm. see well, that. Thank you, and say, allow you okay to not, do that part. Okay. See, and that's where I think it's very important when we're talking about gender roles. Like mm-hmm. for example, in, in my household, mm-hmm. I don't take out trash, and I'm talking about I do not take out trash. Okay, <laughs> however, I just have never story time. Okay. <laughs> I wish we had a story time song. We need one. <laughs> in, in college, I had four roommates. So we live like an apartment style thing. So everybody has their individual rooms. There's a living room. There's a kitchen. And two rooms share a bathroom. So it was mm-hmm. like a little apartment. And I kept noticing like, damn, I'm the only one taking out the trash. And I hate taking out trash. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I bought my own trash can. Okay. <laughs> I put it in my room. And I stopped taking out trash. Sounds like something I would do. And I remember one day, one of my people were like, dang, this trash bin. I was like, oh, I don't take out trash in here because I don't use this. Sh- okay. I will cook in the kitchen, take my trash, put it in, put it in my room. in the kitchen trash. Or either I have a plastic bag and I put my stuff in my uh-huh. little Walmart, tied up. And that, take that out. is what I'll throw out. Okay. But as far as this community trash, that's on ahead. y'all. I'm not doing it. So Hang I really up. hate taking out trash. They don't wash dishes. Does not. To our point just a second ago, he's not good at washing dishes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I wish he washed dishes. Yes. 
Yes, I'm not I do. saying that I enjoy it. But I also it. realize he's not that great at it. And so if I got to rewash the dishes, There's no I'd rather you not yeah. wash them because now exactly. I'm pissed off. Yeah. Right. And I told him, I was like, don't even run water like you're going to wash the dishes. <laughs> you wasted water. Because he's good, he good for I'm going to let it soak. I'm like, but it's a spoon. And, and they ain't cereal with it. And you put it in here with this pot that we fried grease with. And now the spoon is greasy. Right. You're not... you. You aren't going to wash these dishes. You know you aren't. Oh, I thought I, thought I was letting <laughs> you soak. And so now tomorrow when I wake up, this nasty-ass, greasy-ass water is <laughs> And I'm going to be mad about it. So, yeah, I think um, some gender roles, like, work in your relationships. You know, mm-hmm. like, some of them work. Like, they work. But I think we need to recognize, you know, when they don't. Don't, like, a man be like, oh, you know, you, you, you're supposed to stay home with the kids. Meanwhile, you're about to literally slit your like I'm not being you're being literally serious. about to slit your wrist oh my gosh. because you're staying home with the children because somebody told you that's what you're supposed to do right oh my that gosh. type of thing is, yes. a, is a problem we need to establish our own roles so that you're not killing yourself trying literally. to live up to or a killing role. your kids because like, it all the time. It I was, all the time. I'm gonna tell you it's not funny there's this documentary mm-hmm. I watched I think I told you about it and we're gonna talk about this later on in a different episode but it's called Not Carol yeah but it was about how the gender roles were so I don't know the word but they were so defined in that relationship where she was at home with the kids he went out to work but she literally was unwell right yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and she killed all three of her kids that happens and, and they you say, you like you said it happens work. all the time Trying it to live does. up to some standard that is, say, is standard not even not for you. postpartum. Yep. yep. And it's real. Postpartum is real. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it definitely is. What are some gender roles that you just hate, even if they are happening in your relationship, that you, you know, you wish you could change or you wish that people saw in the light that it might was intended to be? Taking care of the kids. <laughs> okay. Nice. In con- being the only one to take care. Good. Being the only one. That's what that's she did. That's what she did. But you know what? That's a good one. This kind of along the lines of of mine. I don't like. It's two. It's kind of two in one. I think they are. Um, like they can be interchangeable, but I don't like that men are not supposed to be emotional. Yes, and there I it think is. it's just it's, <laughs> was that yours? Okay, yeah. was that yours? Okay, good. <laughs> Nadia's gonna expound on that. But to Danielle's point, you're teaching them not to be um, emotional, and so then they don't even know how to show emotion with their children, and then mm-hmm. it causes the children not to lean on the the father in right. this case or the masculine person in the relationship, and they lean on the feminine person in the relationship. Mm-hmm. And it might be forcing them to be somebody that they're not. Maybe I'm not a natural nurturer, and now I'm forced into this. Like, I'm, they're always coming to me. Maybe I'm working. So now I'm getting they burnt out. They always want to eat my food. They want everything. <laughs> because you don't know how to be emotional with your own kid. That, right. Matthew can't play. Our def- example from earlier. Matthew can't play with Barbies. I remember my mom said when my older brother was younger, he was playing with a baby doll. And somebody was like... He ain't supposed to be playing with that baby doll. Like, you're going to make him gay or something like that. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, but then when he gets older and he doesn't know how to hold his own child, mm-hmm. when he gets older and he can't connect with a child, mm-hmm. you're going to say, I raised him wrong. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be, but you got to keep in mind, a lot of the times it's always pushed back on the, on the parent, yes. on how a child comes out. And sometimes you got to realize the child, while they may have good, I've, I've put good within them, they're going to be who they're going to be at the end of the day. That's Regardless. Right. Exactly. That's right. A baby doll, a color, 
None of that is right. going to draw your child one way or the other. Your child is all you can do is instill. But I don't think gender roles is something we should instill in children anyway. Like this study that we talked about earlier, they're mm-hmm. interviewing kids, and one in eight are already telling you that boys should be tough. Already, there's no place for emotion mm-hmm. for a man. And that's what I don't like for sure is the whole the lack of of nurturing because mm-hmm. I feel like that comes with the lack of of nurturing. If I'm not nurtured from my dad, I don't see that it's okay as a boy, just mm-hmm. growing up a boy, I don't see that it's okay for me to cry, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So then when you hear dudes be like, man, I don't cry, nigga, something wrong with you because you should something cry. Something is you, wrong. You got tear ducts, right? <laughs> and when you do cry, it's all out. And now I'm sitting there looking like, I don't know what to do with this because this is, this is 30 <laughs> years of backed up cry. Right. At the end of the day, I feel like, I feel like you have to show emotion, right? Because... Mm-hmm. Regardless if you want to show it or not, it's there. Right. It, it, your emotion is your emotion. If you don't show it, it is still It shows in there. other ways. Exactly. That's right. yeah. And the, so the lack of nurturing is one for me. I don't like that. I don't like a man that um, that that isn't, like, involved in, like, their kids' stuff because they feel like, you know what I mean? Like, the, the mama could do this. Yeah, the mama you need do to this, be involved in the rearing of your children. Exactly. It's important. That's important. The whole... Uh, um, he wearing that pink, that gas pink, and it's so funny. Just so, just to hear that, your, you know, your fact, Danielle, mm-hmm. to be like, well, first of all, actually, pink was a male's color, so mm-hmm. you're actually living off the world at this point if you think that pink is a girl color. You're living worldly because that's what the world said it is now, but right. it wasn't what they said before. You know right, what I mean? Right. So all you're doing is following, following whatever yeah. the current. That's the, and you know, I had to tell the kids that all the time. Like Naomi is. Still hell bent on Sonic. She loves Sonic. She's like, oh, I'm Sonic. I'm Aww. Sonic. I'm Sonic. Which I, you know, in the car- cartoon and stuff, where you ain't supposed to to like Sonic. Sonic, you know, Sonic is for boys. They don't say Sonic is a boy, but Sonic is is for boys. And I'm like, uh, a cartoon show doesn't have a gender, right. right? Well, Naomi, your favorite color can't be blue because blue is for boys. Uh, color does not have a gender at all. Right. Like, there's no you. Uh-uh, I don't play with dolls because dolls are for girls. The doll is a girl. Right. But toys in general don't have it. Like, you can like and play with whatever you want. And I tell the kids that all the time because I need them to know, even if they decide, you know, Mm -hmm. pink is a girl. To me, pink is a girl color. When a boy comes to you and tell you his favorite color is pink, I need you to let that thing go. Right, right. Mm -hmm. You don't even need to harp on it. You you don't need to make him feel bad. Like, children are committing suicide out here in these streets. But nothing. Oh, my gosh. And it's because. Younger and younger. Younger. They're it's not, crazy. It's, it's, it's a problem, and I'm like, I don't want my child to contribute mm-hmm. to somebody else's suffering. So mm-hmm. we don't we don't gender toys, we don't gender colors. If they say it, I correct them. It's not color no whole. Is huge too, because when you think about it, for boys, boys typically their favorite color could be red, blue, or black. Yep, mm-hmm. that's it. As if we don't have a. Co- I'm dead ass. <laughs> a whole think rainbow about it, out here. Right, we got a whole color palette. <laughs> I remember for the longest, it, he he changed it up like literally just just recently right <laughs> man favorite color used to be yellow uh-huh. all the time and like literally from the time he got to say yellow it was something about yellow <laughs> yellow was his thing it. i'm talking about he when he when he was young he used to always say when i grow up i'm gonna buy a yellow car i'm gonna live in a yellow house i'm gonna like everything <laughs> was like yellow related and i remember somebody saying yellow ain't a boy color and I was like, what do you mean yellow isn't a boy color? Like, where did that even come from? Man, continue to like yellow. And right, he liked yellow up until, like, probably not even a year ago. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He's like, I kind of changed my right, color palette. You're right. I'm a little bit more chill than <laughs> yellow offer. Right. 
<laughs> need something to calm down a little bit. Right. So I mean, I, I I really I really despise that because at the end of the day, you don't allow a child to be a child in mm-hmm. certain ways in that, or to like develop mentally, to develop emotionally, to just have a holistic approach on life on. Mm-hmm. Because now I'm forced into, oh, shit, I'm a boy. I need not to cry because if I cry, then it shows, what what does that do? I'm not a man. Mm-hmm. And, and I hate that. One, The biggest pet peeve of mine is the dude beating the fuck on his chest. Get off your chest. You ain't gorilla. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> not King Kong. <laughs> I cannot stand when a man beat on his chest to just want to say, I am man, hear mm-hmm. me roar. That shit bothers me. Like, <laughs> because usually that man is the most insecure man. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, and you, they don't know how to and express they don't that emotion. And so, but they don't yep. how to express like toughness because that's what's important. So I'm going to express toughness because I don't know how to express in my insecurities. Exactly. Come on with the come Listen, through. Break through, niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Not oh, having that emotional intelligence is really like it's it it breaks down a family. And I know, like, especially now, I think a lot of times in the black community, like we're talking about building up a family, mm-hmm. and I'm seeing more people get married, more people have. Kids, more people really working to 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 get their family and and kind of keep their family. And sometimes we we want to follow these. To your point, you know, you want to lead this this household, but it's going to be hard for me to let you lead this household if I feel like you can't lead my children, and mm-hmm. if you cannot be emotional with our children or help in the nurturing of them, then it's gonna everything's gonna fall out from there. To me, right, right. But you know what else I was thinking about? The fragility of the ego, mm-hmm. right? Particularly, like, the male ego. And in those roles, you know, there is a way that you we can talk and interact with each other while nurturing that ego. That ego. And their masculine you know what I mean? energy. And their masculine yeah. energy. That's good, Danielle. You know what I'm saying? Like well, We need to expound on that. Yes. Mm, that's really good. Yeah. I was thinking about that, too, because... <laughs> You know, I mean, I wish y'all could see me right now because (laughs) my face just says it all because I always feel like I am treading lightly, Mm -hmm. you know, not to bruise, Mm -hmm. you know, their ego so that they understand that, you know, I still value you. I, I trust what you're saying. I trust you to lead me. But I also have my own strength. That mm-hmm. I want to bring to the table. Right. You know? So how do we work through this so that we can work together to be that king and queen, you know? That you want. That we are. Well, you know what? The way you just said that, I think that's a, a perfect positioning. So we will go through and talk, give y'all some little tips uh-huh. and yes. tricks on how to massage mm-hmm. less traditional gender roles into your relationship. So I know one thing that I... Um, I had struggled with because I, that male ego thing, like I hate it. Yeah. I hate yeah. that I have to tread lightly. I hate like that's something that I before I felt like even more really despised. Like who who I don't feel like people tread lightly on my ego. Like yeah. I have an that's ego too. That's actually another right. part of yeah, it. Yeah, I don't yeah. feel like people tread lightly. They feel like girl, right. you ain't this house ain't kept. <laughs> you need to keep this house. like right. I don't feel. And but you know, um, my mama told me one day she was like, "Well, you know." Do do you want him to change? Do you want him to understand? Do you do you want change behavior or do you want to be mad? Right. <laughs> Which one do you want? And I'm like, okay, I need to change my approach because ultimately right. right. I yes. need the change behavior. Mm-hmm. I want this Delivery relationship, and so key. I need to change yes. behavior. Yeah. So one of the things I do, 
I don't want to tell my secret. They don't listen to this episode, okay? Because <laughs> then you go know. Okay. Um, one of the things that I tend to do is like I drop stuff off here and there. Like I'm, oh, I'm just gonna mention it here, mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna mention oh, it you there, sprinkle and it. I'm just gonna mention it here, and then I'm like, man, you remember that time I told you? Well, what do you think if we do this? And so then it's like he already done heard it a thousand uh-huh. times. Little do he know, because right. he ain't really paying paying right. attention to it. And so then when I'm ready to have a conversation about it. Unconsciously, he gonna be like, "That is a good idea because I was thinking about that anyway." He won't. I just sprinkled it, (laughs) and now he think he was thinking about it before. I also try me. Um, my mouth is not Mm -hmm. all the time where it needs to be, Mm -hmm. and so I'll just be like, "Not right now," or I don't even bring it up, even if it ain't an argument. It's just something he does that pisses me off, and then I'll come back. So when we were, um quarantining and there was a period where he had been laid off and um I might have told the story he was asleep and I was in the bed working Mm -hmm. and the kids was home of course Mm -hmm. and Elijah came in and he couldn't get on his computer and then Naomi came in and she wanted breakfast Mm -hmm. and this nigga was asleep Mm -hmm. and you working and and I'm working Mm -hmm. and so now I'm getting mad and I was like girl first of all he don't even know what you want he over to sleep Mm -hmm. Let me tell you where it got worse. So I tap him. I'm like, babe, you got to get up because I need help. Had a little attitude in my voice, but I didn't go at him like I normally <laughs> mm-hmm, would go. Babe, right. I need you to get up because I need, I need help. And he was like, I hear it. So I'm like, you heard me over here struggling and you didn't get up. Mm-hmm. And I we talked about this on another episode about our strength of us mm-hmm. always handling stuff. Mm-hmm. Your, your partner's... Think you can handle it. Yeah. And so when you can't, you do need to let them know. And not in an aggressive way. Like, you don't never help me take care of these mm-hmm. kids. You don't never clean the house. You don't never cook. Play damsel in distress. Okay. I need you. Right. I need you to help right. me. I, think I can't do this. Yes. And so but you're massaging that ego. the shouldn't be there all the time. Why is the expectation that we can handle Gender roles. Gender roles. <laughs> Gender roles. Gender roles. Gender roles. Gender roles. I just said to my... Uh, daughter's father I need help I mm-hmm. cannot do this all by myself yeah. like please help me yes yeah. I think vocalizing in a way that is um not combative and that right. is a little uh less aggressive allows people to hear and it's I not a male good. or female thing I think it just allows anybody to hear it's, yeah right you're gonna get defensive immediately if I'm like Danielle you gonna be like what, what? right like, what but if I'm like Danielle <laughs> you gonna be like huh like it's gonna be your receiving energy is right. gonna be different. That and ultimately so the end goal is, so is to have changed behavior. And so the first thing that is, is you true. need to hear what I'm saying. Exactly. That's, that's, that's very key. good, Michelle. Especially mm-hmm. from so <laughs> I done been through a lot with with uh with my relationship. <laughs> I thought you were about to call it a complication. I was like, Cam, edit. I was about to call it a complication. <laughs> I'm about to get us done. <laughs> But I, but I have like we we've been dealing with each other for so many years. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not even funny. So, I mean, but every relationship I feel like go through stages, mm-hmm. right? Um, but in the in the whole thing of what you were saying, as far as like the the whole communication, mm-hmm. like yeah, there's general there. Yeah, there's certain things I may be assigned to in the house, and you, I'm probably assigned to it because I'm better at it, right? Mm-hmm. I think we get confused on the whole gender role idea where it's more like you're doing this because you're the woman. You need he need you know he needs to do this because he's the man. But if he's the man and this is a role that y'all say that he should do because he's a man and he's shitty at it, then now we need to talk. Now about Now we need up. to talk about a switch <laughs> up. But but as but back to your point as far as like the communication that was big on for me. Mm-hmm. Like we went through a period where. 
there was no let's talk to each other. We were talking at each other. Mm-hmm. So like shit was not getting done. That was the highest level of frustration. And to to your point, you had I had to learn like you have to talk different. Mm-hmm. I if if he coming to me talking to me in a shitty way, I'm not listening to nothing he's saying. Not doing it. Mm-hmm. All right. Not a unit. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and you know what I'm saying? Like that's my attitude, and I and I do. I'm not. I'm not. I know who I am, <laughs> somewhat. Mm-hmm. I have a defiant spirit. Mm-hmm. I do. So when you approach me a certain way, you're not gonna get it. I probably won't do it just because your ass told right. me to do it. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. Not doing it. But when I start, when we started communicating different things, was a lot different. Whereas to, I played a damsel damsel in distress all. The time, especially when I need something, and it's more so along the lines of you got to make them feel like you need them too, right? right? Because sometimes that's why they are the way that they are. They're like, she can do everything. No, you should be helping me too. Right. You shouldn't assume that I can do everything just because I take it on and I do it and it seems effortless to you. Right. The shit is complicated. It's very <laughs> it complicated. It is. It's emotionally so, like, taxing. It, it, like, emotionally, and they don't see that right. part. They're very visual creatures. So right. they don't exactly. see you struggling. Because it's You're internally. not struggling. Exactly. But if I say, if I'm like... I mean, I, I, I'm I very simple. <laughs> I'm like, especially if it's a day I don't want to cook or I'm just like drained or whatever the case is. I'd be like, babe, you know that chicken you made that time when we was doing something? I would, I, I saw one. He'd be like, babe, you want that? Yep. <laughs> and look, he get excited that I, that, that I was saying like that. I'd be like, babe, that chicken, that chicken be so was so good. good. You remember you made it when? I can't make it like you, but I, I did like, throw that chicken right. out. I, did, I thought it out. I was actually going to make something else, but I thought to I myself, would, he'll be like, he'd be like, babe, you want that for real? I'd be like, I do. He'd be like, all right, then. Like, let me go. And he do it. So it's like, it, it's how you talk to them. That you know so what I'm true. saying? Or say, or I'd be like, Man, babe, I just, I looked at my day tomorrow. I'm, I'm so swamped, but I do. I, it's a couple of things that I need from the store. Because, see, here's the thing. If we have to do everything, we tire ourselves out. Mm-hmm. Right. Babe, I'm so swamped tomorrow. I got meetings back to back. But I wanted to make this chicken dish that I know you, I know you're going to like, babe. You feel like running to the store for me? Yeah, I go pick it up. What you need from the store? <laughs> so it's all about how you communicate. But if I'm going in and be like, yo ass don't never help. You did mm-hmm. You going in a nagging way. So mm-hmm. then their response is easy to say, all you do is complain. Right. Yeah. And, and can't you do it? You know what I'm right. saying? Mm-hmm. So I think I, I think it's huge, like the whole gender role as far as like helping out certain things we may be assigned to within our home because mm-hmm. even if it's not necessarily 100% a gender role thing, there's things that we are assigned to. To do in our home that we agreed to or should have agreed to if you're in a relationship. <laughs> but um, when you need that help, it's important to be like, hey, Open up right. I need you. It. Yeah. Yep. That's good. I that guess we can't important. fully disregard the male ego. It's there. You know your partner. You know if their ego is at 100 or, or at a 5. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, unfortunately... We can't completely ignore it and disrespect it like I used to do in my younger years. We just have to kind of tread lightly. And you also, I think, have to be a space that they feel comfortable in bringing that ego from a Yes, you have to, to be vulnerable, too. Yeah, you yes. do. Sometimes we have to put our um, our guard down right. to be able to, to be... Um, a safe space until like the nurturing point. I try to have like conversations about how you know how are you feeling or mm-hmm. are you stressed? What are you what are you stressed about? And somebody actually had a good idea and it was in reference to a parent child situation. But I was like, oh my gosh, this is such a good like idea. Mm-hmm. And they had a journal and they would write in it every night and then they give it to 
the child in this situation, but your partner in the conversation that we're having now. And they give it to them and they have it overnight and then they give it back in the morning. So you might be stressed and it might be something like, you know, I just I can't talk about it or I don't know how to vocalize it. But you might pin it out or maybe what you write is just random words all mm-hmm. over the page. But now you're communicating. And so tomorrow or, you know, yesterday when they was sleep all day and you was like, now you, I told you to take that <laughs> trash out. Now you have that book and you realize like work is just kicking my butt or I don't feel like I'm excelling like I should. These are things that are hard to vocalize when we're in a room by ourselves. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely hard to vocalize to a partner that you may assume is completely dependent on you. I'm supposed to take care of them. I'm supposed to protect them. And um, I can't show them Mm -hmm. that I'm not excelling in this area that I have been assigned. And then there we are being the silent leader because we're showing them how to respond or how to you know, uh, partner with us. Yes, basically. and maneuver. And, and sometimes yeah. what you have to do, ultimately relationships are partnership. I think we talked yeah. about this a few episodes back. Mm-hmm. Like relationships are partnerships. There are places where people excel, mm-hmm. other places where people don't do so good. And um, <laughs> hopefully that you both are. And once you, like Danielle, once you, like you said, once you show somebody, you know what I mean? Like it could all, <laughs> it could all be so simple. <laughs> right. Once it could be simple, then they realize like, okay, it's not like they're not. And sometimes they might have bad experience. Maybe, I, you know, I opened up, I cried in front of my last girl and she ain't let me live it down. Right. So I damn sure ain't crying right. in front ain't of me. Not doing it. You know, and vice, you know, well, in my last relationship, sure. my 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 man told me he w- could take care of it and he didn't. And so now I'm not giving nobody room to take care of it. Right. You know what I mean? So on both um, on both ends, you have to watch that hyper femininity and hyper masculinity. Mm-hmm. And if you are the feminine person in the relationship, you might need to watch your hyper masculinity because sometimes right. you take on uh, an excessive traditionally masculine role right. because out of necessity or what you feel like is necessity and it could be causing your well, man not to point, be able Michelle. to be open and vulnerable mm-hmm. to you because in this sense you're the man in the relationship you don't leave me room right. to be a man and vulnerable yeah. right. because of what you're doing and so if I can't be vulnerable with you and I can't be the man with you I'm going to pick which one I'm comfortable with and I'm comfortable with being the man I have quotation marks from our the man you know what I mean so one thing that I've been learning and I've been trying to do in everything I do is look at me because mm-hmm. we cannot yes. change other people. That's we right. cannot. I don't care what you do. You can withhold sex. You can cheat. You can bust them in the mouth. You can like. Did all of it. Did everything. <laughs> done, done, <just> look, everybody, <laughs> I'm talking about everybody on here has tried a little of everything. Okay? Everything. We done tried a little of everything. I'm telling you, we done done some things, and we ain't going to talk about it because I don't know we that the Statue of Limitations have fully ran out <laughs> <laughs> on some of the things that we might have dibbled and dabbled you damn in. But there's no possible way that you're changing your partner. It's that not happening. True. What you can do is change yourself right. and right. leave room for them to change. And then once you've changed yourself, if they haven't changed, now you need to make a decision. You leaving or you staying. Because yeah, you, you, right. you, you can did do. everything you can. Right. You did everything you. you can do. So yeah. now either you're going to deal with it, it's something that you can deal with, and ain't no need to keep arguing about it or either you can leave right. so and let me tell you 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 reflect back to you what you put out very true. okay <laughs> so if there are certain That's things true. about your partner that you don't like you need to look you at need yourself. to look at yourself okay. like michelle said okay <clears throat> i'm a huge believer in lead by example okay. yes okay Come that's on. a good lesson um 
Let me just point out, so it says here, I just want to, you know, kind of wrap up on this note. It says, extreme gender stereotypes are harmful because they don't allow people to fully express themselves and their emotions, which is what we were talking about. Mm -hmm. For example, it's harmful to masculine folks to feel that they're not allowed to cry or express sensitive emotions. And it's harmful to feminine folks to feel that they're not allowed to be independent, smart, and assertive. Mm -hmm. Breaking down gender stereotypes allows everyone to be their best selves. Yes. Which is very true. Um, And so if you see some stereotypes, even within yourself, when you're in discussion, when you're, you know, dealing with your partner, it says you can um, fight gender stereotypes and roles um, by pointing it out. Um, Within yourself, even identifying, okay, where am I, you know, Mm -hmm. um, doing a disservice to my partner and myself um, in these roles. And then also being a living example. Mm. Mm. I like that one. Be a role model for your friends and family. Respect people regardless of their gender identity. Create a safe space for people to express themselves and their true qualities regardless of what society's gender stereotypes and expectations are. Speak up. Right. Mm -hmm. And then um, give it a try. Maybe do things like you just said, Michelle, that are outside your comfort zone. Maybe what you expect, you know, is is not an expectation of your quote unquote gender role or I like the word uh, assignment. Because that is true. Yeah, yeah you he kind of assigned those mm-hmm. roles to you. That was that was good. So I want to ask everybody one more question before we completely wrap yes. up the show. And I'm going to start with you, Danielle. So okay. we kind of... I feel like I know everyone answers, but we've talked about like different ways and even the ways that gender roles might have served, you know, a good purpose in our lives. But it is 2020 women out here riding around and getting it. They got degrees. They making money. They vice presidents. It's 2022. 2022. So do you feel like gender roles serve a purpose today? Gosh, that's a hard question, actually. I feel like, um, no, mm-hmm. I would say. And also, I think we need to step away from, you know, gender roles. Mm-hmm. You know, a person is a person regardless of whether they're male or female. They have yeah. strengths and weaknesses. Um, and we need to nurture the strengths in each and every one of us. So I feel like, no, they don't have um, a role. I think a person has a role, but not right. a gender. Mm-hmm. I like that. Nadia? Um, I do feel like gender roles serve a purpose. Um, More so because it's like, I feel like we pick and choose when we want gender roles to be okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, Like you hear people be like, oh, I'm a woman. I can do this and, and this, this, that, and a third. But then on, on the other end, later on you screaming, oh, you know, well, a woman isn't supposed to yeah, I, 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 that's for a man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I do think that I don't want to go away from gender roles. I think they need to possibly be redefined mm-hmm. for that's sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, I think they 100% serve a purpose. Like, I, I think that some of like the old school behaviors on certain things, like the whole um, color, rather it's color concept or the woman is the only person that needs to be right. No, there are some good things in it to be able to say, like to kind of help balance it out. Cause at the end of the day, we are as much as people like to say women and men were not equal in, in that concept. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like there is, there is equality in quite a few things, but I don't feel like the whole, 
oh, I can do everything that a man can do. No, you can't. You don't have the the pot. You don't have the capability of doing everything that a man does. You know why? Because you're a woman. Mm-hmm. He created you. He created man to be man and woman to be man, a woman. You ain't standing up peeing out of a penis, right? <laughs> so you can't do everything that a man does. I feel like certain assignments are there for good reason, but I do feel like they a hundred percent they need to be redefined. That's good. Yeah, I think I'm like of of two minds because I think the world is definitely changing and I think there is benefit in to not assigning roles to gender Mm -hmm. Um, because people associate gender with their biological sex and that's just that's not the world we live in anymore. Your beliefs aside, that's just not the world that we live in anymore. So I want to teach them to be open enough to you know, respect people for whatever gender they're identifying mm-hmm. at, at the mm-hmm. time that they meet, you know, that they meet them. And it's really hard to do that because I think even in some of the research that Danielle pulled, like media is really the driving mm-hmm. force into how society views things. And that's a hard exactly. period. Right. <laughs> like media is is a driving factor into that's how right. we live as society. And so there's that's things right. you do in your household that it's not going to matter. <laughs> your kids are still going to see pink is for girls. Yep. Blue is for, you know, blue yeah. is for boys. And so I think if we do, to your point, redefine mm-hmm. gender roles within our own relationship, right. that then we show our children, like, my mommy did this, my daddy d- did that, and they may automatically associate that to gender, but it'll be good for them to be like, well, you know, well, my daddy was the one that read me a story every night, not my mommy. So right. they can start to see that, hopefully, as they get older, that the assignment wasn't to that gender. Right. It was to or that person. Or they're not person. limited because of the because gender. Because of the gender. It was right. just to that person right. and what right. worked in in that way. And so I think, you know, redefining it, like you said, mm-hmm. or even just not even discussing, like, you know, <laughs> or putting right. putting emphasis on it. You know what I mean? Right. And leading by example. Exactly. You know, in what you said, in your communication and what you allow. Like, if, if you have traditional gender roles in your relationship, I don't think there's anything um, wrong with that no. as long as they're not hyper feminine and hyper masculine because that's when the toxicity comes in that you are doing a disservice to yourselves to your children and to society exactly so we are going to go into our girl boss for this week this week our girl boss is Yakeisha Rogers they call her Miss Keisha Keisha, hey Miss Keisha Keisha. (laughs) Miss Keisha is the founder and owner of Early Childhood Educator at Bountiful Blessings Child Development. She is the author of a children's book entitled What Time is Family Dinner? Mm -hmm. She's been a mainstay in tiny human lives for over 28 years with understanding that her purpose in life is to pour into young children by building everlasting and positive relationships with families. Yakisha has a degree in early childhood education and other various certifications in early education. She was nominated and recognized as Teacher of the Week by the Teachers Resource Organization. (laughs) Okay, girl. Okay. Love it. When Yakisha isn't taking the time to care for your family's little ones, she is spending time motivating married couples through her and her husband's marriage ministry, Key Players. Oh, is she oh, in she's Raleigh? beautiful. She too. is in Raleigh. She is. Now, what is that called? Bountiful Blessings. I'm going to call you, girl, because this kid got to go to daycare. Shout so out true. to Miss Keisha. Yes, we love to Keisha. see people Keisha. pouring into our little ones' lives. And when we post this, unless she mentioned it, um. 
it will tell you where you can pick up her book. Uh, what mm-hmm. is it called? What's, what time, what's, what time is, is family, family dinner? dinner. I love, love yes. books that are written by um, black authors because they tend to have illustrations that exactly. look like their children. That's and right. that's um, that's really big. I love hearing my kids say, oh, they look like yeah. me or they look like mm-hmm. daddy. Or they, I, I love that. So make sure we are going to tag her when we post her um, this week and make sure you go purchase her book. Please. What time is family dinner? And you follow all of her social media pages and if you are looking for child care you can reach out to Miss Keisha um, at Bountiful Blessings Child Development. I love it. Keisha. Miss Keisha. Miss Keisha. (laughs) Well we want to thank you guys again for tuning in to Definition of a Woman. (laughs) (laughs) Please remember to follow us on all of our social media platforms IG, Facebook, and YouTube. We are Definition of a Woman everywhere continue to share we appreciate you guys so much you can rate us wherever you're listening to this podcast at and we are dropping sneak peeks on youtube every day so just keep checking back in and see when i drop them because i'm a little lazy and (laughs) we'll talk to y'all next time Bye. tell me what to do then you can tell me what to do but if you can't tell me what to do you can't tell me what to do